Welcome to the Pack Who's Pod. I'm Tammy Georgia, as always. I finally got Garrett back in the studio with me. Uh, good to have you back, man. Thank you. It's been how finals been? Uh, finals are good. They're a bit tough, but they're good. They're good. Well, I don't have any finals this semester. Oh, so must be nice. Yeah, it's, inc- it's incredibly nice. You have no idea. Today, we got a game recap from last week games. We've got a discussion about Jade and what she means to the team. We're talking about their point guard play. We've got start of the week back. And we're finally debuting two new segments, which we talked about weeks ago. We're talking about X Factor today. and We're giving freshman score to every freshman on the team. And also, of course, it's recruiting season right now in the NCAA. So we're going to be discussing that as well. So stick around with us. We're going to go through everything and even much more. Okay, so last week I was gonna do a bio of both hosts, but we went around. So I was just thinking, I guess want to know who you are, though. You know, I, 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 yeah, sure. So, hi, my name is Garrett Hirschberg. I am a senior here at University of Nevada, Reno. I major in journalism. I have my own sports podcast, as I've alluded to on the first couple of weeks of the show, called Pack Center, where we talk about all things Nevada athletics. Uh, along with Pack Center, it's it is not it's more than just a podcast. It's a multimedia uh, platform where we produce uh, documentaries, we live tweet games, we uh, produce videos. So we do well, more than yeah, we do more than just uh, podcasting. Huge sports fan and go Wolfpack. So just a quick game recap. The team played Stanislaus State and Texas Tech last week on Tuesday and Saturday, respectively. The Stanislaus State game was actually the When I Grew Up game, which featured 5,000 kids from the Washoe County. They come to the college, they watch the games, they get a tour around, you know, just try to inspire the kids and make sure they know that college is an option for them. And well, they get to see good basketball as well. And I think that's one game that you mark on the calendar for the Wolfpack. It's always exciting because the Lolo Center is really full, it's really loud. And they did good enough, you know, for those kids. It was a 75-52 win. Terry was on fire. She had 20 and 10. CK added 12 points and four three-pointers. And they had a fantastic game. It was their second win of the season. It was great after four straight losses to finally be back in the win column. And it was it was a very exciting game. You could, you could tell they needed that win. You know, if, if you were there at the post-game conference, you could see that it felt like a weight had been lifted off them. But they go against Texas Tech on Saturday, and it's a 67-86 loss. Tyra is on fire, as she's been the past two weeks, and she had an 18-13 and 13 game. DJ added 12, that's Deja Hamilton, and Kamara King added 13 points. Now, what I see from those two games is that the offense is starting to pick up. It's, it's the fourth straight game in a row where they scored 65 points. They aim back to the Lady Grease Classic, but the defense seems to be falling off because they've allowed an average of 80 points to the opponents over the past four games. Aside from that Stanislaus State game, in the past four games, those three opponents have scored 85 or more points against them. So they started out the season playing great defense. It's falling off a bit as the offense is starting to pick up. Jade was missing as well, so I think that's something to keep in mind. But did we learn anything new about the Wolfpack this week? I don't think we've learned anything new per se because we've played really good teams. Texas Tech is a very good team. They're now six and two on the year. They're one of the, the or one of the top teams in the Big Twelve. But I do think this might start shaping out to see like what this Wolfpack team truly is. The Texas Tech game wasn't really close. Like if the final no, score. No, right from the start, Texas Tech had that game in the bag. This is and the, and, and the, I really thought it was a winnable game. You know. Yeah, and like they've gotten blown out 
more than they've lost close games. You look back to Utah, they got destroyed by 22. You, uh, they lost to Santa Clara by eight. That was a winnable game for the Wolfpack. They they lost by 13 to Colorado. They lost by 21 to USC, 16 to UC Davis, 29 to Northern Illinois. Oh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of blowout. And then a 19-point loss to Texas Tech. So what this team has shown me is that they're not like really competing in these big games like where you'd like to see them compete. They have two wins over two really bad schools, but then they should have beat Santa Clara. They're two and seven on the year. You just got to find the momentum again. And I, I really thought that Texas Tech was a winnable game but if you go back to those blowouts there's there's a trend there and i wrote an article about it just last week it's that that second quarter doesn't always go well for them you know it feels like they come out in the first quarter they've got a lot of energy and when they come out in that second quarter they they just go flat over those past four games the nugget classic and the lady Greece classic they were sporting the opposition 10 points so they were scoring 10 on average in the second quarter and the opponents were scoring 20 so that's 10 points outside of everything else that's happening it's not something you want to happen in any quarter because yeah, that's a lot it's like Oh, it's like, yeah, it's those middle quarters that are key. As we talked about Colorado game, they scored eight points in the second quarter and one point in the in third. Th exactly. But what was interesting, though, is during those tournaments, Jade said something, and it's something I've been thinking about. She said they have all the pieces. They just need to execute. Do you agree? Do you think, yeah, the personnel they've got, they should definitely have a better record. They should be competing more. They should be giving these teams a better fight. I don't know if they have all the pieces. I The season is still very young. They've only played nine games, and you still got a bunch more, especially conference play. But if this if this continues, if this like uh, pace continues into the conference play, which will start right after the new year, then, then I don't think they have all the pieces. But right now, I'm still a little bit optimistic like thinking uh they're just trying to get they're just trying to get the chemistry, chemistry together yeah. but they've also played nine games their first game was on november 7th that was over a month ago yeah they have had a lot of games under their belt if they don't have all the pieces though what do you think they're missing right now i think leadership for sure because you lost a lot of uh, key pieces from last year and it's also kind of hard when you're trying to like break in seven new new people new players, yeah, new players sure. yeah and uh, that's a lot I, i'd say they're missing experience uh seven new players is kind of hard I, but i don't know what else they're missing like it's and, scoring and uh that was something I alluded to in my in my article as well, in that if you take just the players who are getting minutes, who are actually a part of the rotation, two-thirds of that team is new. So that's a lot to deal with. That that amount of turnover is a lot to deal with. But in terms of leadership, I think it's something tricky because they've got Teray, who comes out every night, tries to ball. Over the past four games, she's averaging 19.8 points and 9.8 rebounds. So that's that's almost a double-double. That's almost a 20 and 10. And you've got CK in there as well, who's very vocal in the huddles, who's very vocal on the floor as well, and who at point guard usually tries to set the tone for the team. Yeah. But it just feels like they're just not good enough, personally, as, as a team. And they still got a lot to learn. They've got freshmen who are exciting. I thought Imani Lacey could, could definitely come in and do something for them. Deja Hamilton looks good as well. But all of them just feel like they're still finding their feet. And there's just a lot that still needs to be to be put together that might not happen this season. That, that I think that's something that, that I definitely have been thinking about. But I do have to ask, though, because they were missing Jade Redmond, who is one of their key players. Do they win that Texas game with her inside? No, I think I think they keep it close, though. I think the Texas Tech game is close. I don't, I don't know if they necessarily win it, but I do think it's a single-digit loss rather than getting blown out by 18. Well, what I did see... Or by, by 19. Uh, what I did see in that game, I, I thought 
The fact that Jade's been out the past two games has, has really allowed Terry to command more of the offense. Is there anything there? I'm thinking maybe coach staggers the, their minutes more so that only one of them is at the court at any given time and they can be the focal point of the offense. Because if you look at those first few games where they played together, it felt like the team didn't really know who to go to at times. You know, you want to go to Jay, you want to go to Terry. They're your biggest sources of offense. But if you have them on the court at different times, then you have just one focal point of offense and then maybe they, they get a better chance. Maybe. Yeah, and it's tough. It's tough because if you bench one of them, have one of them come off like come as like a six man, you get a fight over minutes. Like who's trying to who gets more minutes, and so I I think it's an interesting. But uh, they they don't have to bench them. They can start together, but they don't have to play a lot of minutes together. So what happens? They start together, maybe get two minutes in, and then you take one of them out, allow one person come in near the offense, and then bring someone else in. I think I think that's a strategy that could work. I don't. It'll be interesting to see what Amanda Levins does. But you also have to remember, this is only her second year coaching the Wolfpack. So I'm not overly worried for the program. I'm, I think, I know good stuff is coming. We saw what happened at the end of last year. Last year's team sort of struggled. Okay, not yeah, to this extent, but no. they struggled last year. But I do think that this team can pick it up, uh, pick up the pace and around the Mountain West tournament, a Mountain West play, and then the, especially in the tournament. And last year's team is an, is an important thing to mention because one of the things I think Amanda mentioned after the game against Donaldson State was that with last year's team, you had more experience and they understood that even if we go through a rough patch, we're still a good team. We can still come out and play. And that kind of helped them pick it up when they went through that patch where they lost about six games or so. And one of the big reasons they can do that is because at point guard, they had Timo, who was, I think, a 50 or a 60. So she, she'd, she'd play a lot of college ball. She had a lot of that experience. She was composed. This year at point guard, they have Essence Booker, Deja Hamilton, and Kamara King sort of rotating in. You know, Essence Booker got a starting job about a weekend in the third game or so. In the past two games, Deja got more minutes. And then you still have Kamara, of course, who gets big minutes. How do you see coach sort of distributing that point guard minutes? Um, who, who gets to lead the offense for them? I think point guard is an interesting position because I think you should go to a veteran leadership, but then come to like the young guns like for sparks off the bench. And I think the veteran leadership would pan out. But like you look at teams that are successful, they keep the same starting lineup night in and night out. And that's something I don't I think that we have to start seeing. You have to start having faith in your starters to go out, you get big minutes for them, put up points. And PK sort of struggled the past four games before this two. So that was something that definitely Definitely might have been worrying for Amanda and Essence she's just sort of played well but she hasn't played at a consistently high level Deja looks like she can do a lot of good stuff when she comes in though she she does look like making good decisions is, is a bit of a problem do you think by by the end of the season one of those guys rises up above the bubble and, and sort of breaks out as a I, star yeah I think so because I think that it's, it's only the first nine games of the season so I think eventually you'll find someone who's gonna find their uh find their rhythm find a find their shot and is gonna effectively put up points. And I spoke to Essence and, and Deja about adjusting to the college game and it was a very interesting, interesting interview. So you guys can listen. What's the biggest adjustment from high school to college? In, in a, you just had practice now, so what's the biggest adjustment in practice? Um, everything's just a lot faster. Um, we don't have time for to relax or anything, like any breaks or anything like that. Um, the coach explains something once, and if you're not listening, then she's going on to the next thing. So you got to really lock in and focus, and I, it's just a big transformation from um, high school. How do you say you've adjusted so far? 
Um, I think I've been doing well. So I have my good days, I have my bad days, but I mean, that's with every athlete. You were a freshman in the team, what's that like? Uh, being a freshman, I think it's pretty cool. Basically being able to get like a lot of minutes and just basically being able to help the team. Um, and just kind of, it's kind of different as far as just like learning and it's a different change from high school because like it's a more faster pace and it's more like you have to get it quicker than in high school. High school, like it was easy in high school because like I was the best person on the team. So that's how it is like for us freshmen. Like we were the best on our high school and then coming into college is a different thing because everybody's good. And so we all have to like, you know, step up. And what do you think is, is that way you can contribute in N minutes right now? Um, basically what Amanda wants for me is um, being able to just score, playing vertical down, like playing fast, um, pushing the ball in transition, um, being smart, just basically like a shooting guard slash PG when I get a rebound, basically being able to dish and transition and stuff like that to our shooters and just being able to get open looks. And coach demands that you play with energy all the time. Is, is that a big change in terms of keeping the energy or you used to play in that kind of pace? It's always been... So for high school, it was kind of like relaxed because like the people that we played, like my team, my high school team was really good, but just the people that we played, like in our conference, they weren't really good. So it's like we were be, we were able to be lax and stuff like that. But once we got, once I got here, it was like you always had to have energy and you have to have energy in order to play a game. And also just having energy to stay in the game as well as keeping up with the opponents and how they actually play and just stuff like that. So it's kind of just like, Hand in hand. And the seniors in the team look like they're out there trying to lead and you know show you guys the ropes of, of how Nevada plays. Have you liked that so far? What's what's be, what's that being like? So I think just the seniors, like you know, they're having patience with the freshmen because like five of us that came, so they're having patience with us, especially the guards because like we basically right after them, so it's like where they're back up um, and just playing with them. It's kind of like. It's like an eye opener because like they really want to win, and so like they try to give us the tools and just the knowledge of how to win the basketball game at a higher level. This is the Pack Who's Pod. It's hosted by Tammy and Garrett every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you get podcasts from. Listen, subscribe, share with your friends. We've got everything about the Wolf Park here and the NCAA, the NCAA women's basketball game. <laughs>
it'll be give or take some time but i think it'll be interesting to see where the top players go and of course it's not official yet they've just got commitments and i think my biggest takeaway was that don staley still has major gravitas you know she got a lot of people to buy into her program last year this year the program has struggled a bit they don't have quite the top recruits they had last year they don't have obviously aj wilson who was the number one pick in the yeah. wnba but this year they've got a lot of good guys coming and yeah she's she's the u.s uh olympic coach so that that's definitely something that helps in that regard in that people want to play for someone who's such a big part of the u.s program in general and I, i'm looking forward to what they do next year for sure i want to see if if anything interesting happens but it's it's still early like garrett said there's a lot that can still happen in the time between now and march and a lot of comments can still change your mind so that that's always something to look out for and yeah you know recruiting season let's see who goes where as we have promised we're gonna have start line of the week every week so this week our slot line of the week from the NCAA is from Coppin Women's Basketball. And Chance Graham had 31 points, 22 rebounds, and 5 steals in a loss against Niagara Women's Basketball. What do you think of that? Uh, impressive stat line. You mentioned the, a lot of points being scored. Uh, getting it done on the defensive side with the steals. Um, it's good to see. From what I've heard, it sounds like it was a one-game effort. But that's still a very impressive stat line for at any level of basketball no it absolutely is 22 rebounds <laughs> you don't see that every day no it, it's it's definitely impressive and from our weeks later games i would have liked for terry to be our thought line of the week but chris linka was like no way that's not happening she had 35 points four rebounds and nine three-pointers and then added six steals for good measure in the texas tech game oh my goodness yeah that, that's that's uh that's a very impressive stat line. Not yet being able to knock down the three ball with nine and having six steals, impressive. I, I really, really, she had like such a good game. And the Wolfpack just couldn't contain her. But of course, we got to plug our own. We have a start left of the Wolfpack as well from this week. And it's from Terry, of course, because she's been on an absolute tear. She had 18 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, three steals, and two blocks in that Texas State game. You feel like someone does that, they deserve to win that game, and then you hear Chris Linkar has 35 points yeah. and 19 pointers, and you're like, okay, okay, you know what? But yeah, it's it's definitely an impressive start line. Uh, Terry has been absolutely, absolutely brilliant to watch. She's been the athlete of the week for women's basketball team two weeks in a row now, and deservingly so. I have been excited to see it. I'm hoping it translates to the game against Seattle this week on, on Thursday. And, well, I hope Jade is back by then as well because she had a concussion the past two games, so she's been out. Who knows whether she will be cleared for the concussion pro protocol before that game. The game is in Lolo on Thursday. Seattle University is 0-10. and 10. They're ranked 245 in the country. Winnable game for sure. Oh, 100%. Seattle's 0-10 coming into this game. You don't want to give them that first win. You got to come out, play like you're a much better team. You got to show them why you have wins on the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really think it's a winnable game. Of course, I think every Wolfpack game is a winnable game. But what do you think the keys to the game are, though? What do they need to do? What do they need to lock in on and make sure? Uh, key, keys to the game are not turning the ball over. That's something I know Nevada struggled with. Shooting the ball efficiently, something Nevada struggled with. And not playing down to their competition. This is a team that Nevada is probably just ranked higher than they are so you don't want to play down to their level they're like if you're 0 and 10 you're maybe one of the worst teams in, in the country you don't want to play down to their level if we can get a game like where they blow them out that'd be great yeah for sure uh, i think the key to the game for me is a lot simpler give the ball to Terre. that's it just get the ball to her that works. let her go to work 
Eleha get you those bucks. So we have X Factor. It's the segment where we discuss the difference maker for the team in the next later games. It's just one game this week. It's against Seattle Uni. Outside of Jaden Ture, who's the X Factor for you? My ultimate X Factor will be Essence Booker. See if she can get the three ball going. Uh, she's shooting 35% on, on the that's year. Pretty, that's pretty decent. It's, yeah. it's a it, it's, it, she leads the team, but it's not it's not great. Impressive. Yeah. No, but you'd like to see her shoot like 40. She can make her shots. Uh, she's shooting 35% from the three, 32% from the field. So you'd like those numbers to get better. Out. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, I think she can be an she can be the X factor, especially providing some clutch three pointers. I'm gonna throw a curveball here, like I always do, and say the X factor for this team is moving the ball. You know. In the game against Stanislasse, they moved the ball well, had 23 assists. And of course, Stanislasse isn't a great team, so that's something we have to sort of preface this with. But it was the first game where they had more than 10 assists mm -hmm. this season. So I think that's something they need to do better. They've got to pass the ball better. And it's not just passing the ball better. It's about passing the ball into areas that are dangerous for the other team. You've got to make sure you're not just moving the ball side to side and just giving the other team time to sort of look at you, burn down the clock, and have to struggle to get a shot up. Yeah, in nine, game, in nine games of season the wolf pack only have a hundred total assists it's not good no it's not good and the leading assist person is Terry briggs who has 18 so you're averaging two assists a game you'd like to see the ball especially from a point guard you'd like to see them move the ball Better around try to get the teammates good shots and try to make sure they actually have a chance to win this game it's going to be an exciting game for sure it's thursday in lolo you guys be there support the pack let them hear your voice and final segment of the pod for today freshman score it's an a to f grade for every freshman in the team right now we're gonna throw michaela in there as well because she's a transfer and first person that i'm gonna ask for a grade from you for deja hamilton i think it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to give each person like like i'm gonna go baseline for everyone as as a c because I think there's room for improvement, and it's, there's only nine games they've played so far. So I think there's still room for improvement, especially as you enter the later games this year. So I personally still have to see more basketball than just nine games uh, to really, to truly get like a baseline read on on these freshmen to see how they're playing. Okay, so Gary's gonna give everyone a C. If you ever end up as a lecturer or a professor somewhere, please oh. do not take Gary's class. Oh Here's no, I don't. Gonna... I don't plan on teaching. He's just gonna hand everyone to see. Uh, I'm gonna go a bit more detail. I think Deja's been exciting. I'm gonna give her maybe a C plus. I think Imani deserves at least a B minus. And then, yeah, I'm gonna just go with Garrett. Say everybody else gets a C because they've not really gotten a chance to show what they're about. They've gotten minutes, but not a lot of them. It's just nine games. There's still a lot of room for improvement. But yeah, I think the freshman class they have, they have to play better if the team is gonna do better. Mm -hmm. Because they're a key part of that rotation and they get minutes every night. They're getting about 50% of, of the team's minutes every night so you want to make sure that you're providing quality performances in, in those minutes and the team can actually count on you to come out and play and that's our poll for today guys thanks for listening we appreciate you guys uh subscribe share tell your friends about it make sure people know that there's stuff going on with the wolf pack go to games as well uh for me and garrett it's been fun see you guys next week